I am a little bit of a drama queen, but I definitely will be having a horrible day and then wash my hair, style it, and then think, okay, everything's actually all right. <laughs> and one of the best products I've tried recently is Waze New Hair Gloss. It takes five minutes. It's an easy addition to your routine. You do it in the shower. It's made with hyaluronic acid and rice water. Not only does the hair gloss give you immediate shine straight from the shower, it also helps treat damage and enhance color vibrancy, so your hair is looking and feeling healthier. It also helps prevent heat damage up to 450 degrees, which is very important to me. And then it's honestly just a bonus that my hair looks shinier and healthier. The hair gloss is only one of the amazing products that Way makes. They have an amazing leave-in conditioner, a great detox shampoo, some lovely fragrances, and a hair oil. So give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and use promo code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com with promo code Lexi. This podcast is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create beautiful websites, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. You can sell your products on an online store or create custom merch easily to create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. Use their analytical insights to grow your business. Learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. Improve your website and build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com Lexi to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com L-E-X-I-E. Good morning, everyone. I'm Lexi, the host of the At Lexi podcast, and thank you for tuning in to today's episode. The last two weeks have been hard. I've been grieving on a deeper level. Again, after, I guess, weeks of distraction, I think seeing my family triggered a lot of, of memories of my mom, and I was able to really miss her, and it wasn't easy to push out the ideas because when you're spending time with your family and your mom is always there I was able to pick up like oh when Aunt Paige said that like my mom would snicker or like oh when someone said that my mom would give Morgan and I a look or you know I can just picture the things that my mom would want to participate in and you know when she would be sitting at the beach and when she would want to be helping cook and I could see her presence and see her presence lacking so vividly and spiraled. I mean, so much so that I even titled my last two vlogs. One is NYC vlog, things are bad, and NYC vlog, things are worse. And something I found to be quite interesting is that in hindsight, now in a very stable, happy place at the moment, which who knows how long it's gonna last, but we're riding the wave when it's here. Uh, looking back at those vlogs, neither one could you really pick up on the heaviness that I felt inside, which I found to be so surprising because when I'm feeling down, it seems so evident. It seems quite obvious that that is the position that I'm in. However, as an outsider, even as myself looking back on that footage, 
you couldn't really tell. And I think that even within the podcast, I'm like, I did the work, I, I posted the vlog, I posted the podcast, and I described what I was feeling, and maybe I conveyed what I was feeling, but you really couldn't tell the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The volume. Editing Lexi here, the word I was looking for is magnitude. I felt as if you couldn't understand the magnitude at which I was feeling these emotions. But onward and upward, we're taking it day by day. Something I found to be very helpful if you do happen to be going through a harder time. One, just keep reminding yourself, like, I don't know when, but at one point it's going to be better and we just got to wait it out. Two, I really pulled out my journal. I believe I mentioned this prior, but I think it's worth mentioning again. I'm very much the type of person that I just have one notebook for a chunk of time and I use those pages for everything that I would ever need, doodles, to-do lists, diary entries, etc. until the pages are done, which I only have, oh, I didn't realize I only have three pages left in this one. That's kind of exciting. I love, I love finishing something. I love starting something and I love finishing something. I just hate the middle process. I think that's a pretty universal experience. It's really exciting to begin something and it's really satisfying to complete something and check it off the list or just know that it's over. But that goddamn middle. Anyway, I visited my journal and started really putting in some diary entries. And as long as you commit to being honest on the paper, it is such a cathartic release. Let it out, no matter how irrational it sounds or things. I mean, say things on the paper that you would never feel comfortable saying out loud because those feelings whether you want to admit it or not those thoughts whether you want to admit it or not are inside you and they're going to remain there until they're released in some sort of way and it's a lot healthier to put them on paper than to let it bottle inside and then come out in the wrong way to the wrong person and say something that you really wouldn't have wanted to say and i only had to really journal for a few days maybe five six seven eight nine days and i was starting to feel better Thankfully, stressfully as well, um, New York was taken over by tons of events this past week. We had New York Fashion Week, the VMAs, and the Met Gala that was just completed last night. And everyone and their mother is in New York right now. And I'm not involved in the fashion industry whatsoever. But as a young 20-something living in New York, inevitably you're going to hear about these parties and you want to attend. And the random celebrity sightings are... <laughs> not few and far between you're seeing them everywhere you're like is that Chantel Jeffries is that Logan Paul with 20 girls under each of his arms is that a random NBA player is that Charlie XCX oh my god Kate not is over there it's wild <laughs> and you're just like living your life especially if you live in the city normally you're not under the same magical spell that a lot of the visitors are in because New York is there's a trance you fall into. It, it is magical. And you feel it when you live here, but you feel it even harder when you don't. And everyone's like floating on air going from this place to this place. And it's exciting. And it's, it's fun to watch from the outside perspective. But I had, I took note of which of my friends participated and which of my friends didn't participate this week. And then all of the VMA after parties and then scrambling to try to weasel your way into the Balenciaga Justin Bieber party or the Met Gala after party and seeing who does it. Um, interesting observation I made about others, but more about myself is I have so much shame, incredible amounts of shame. I, I 
see this now in my relationships. I see this in not so much work opportunities necessarily, but 100% in club scenes. When you're waiting outside at a door, I will wait politely until someone I know will come out and get me and take me in or until it's my turn. I'm not going to push my way to the front of the line. I'm not going to sweet talk the bouncer. I'm not going to bother the bouncer and pester him until he inevitably is so sick of me that he lets me in. And I watched all of those strategies take place right in front of my very eyes. And I'm incapable of any of those. I'm so shameful. And I'm watching these people be so shameless. And it's incredible. It's incredible to watch. And in a way that I was just seeing something I could never imagine myself doing. And it's really made me fall into a bit of a a reflection on I want to make the effort to be more forward. The same thing with guys I like that I think are really cute. I'm <laughs> I'm just going to wait until they reach out and like pluck me out of the mix or whatever. Ew, that made me sound like a pick me. I just mean I'm not going to work work to get chosen. Like if they want to ew, I I can't think of another term than pick me. If they want to cho- huh. If they have an interest in me, I'll be here and then we can evaluate further and I don't think that's a very helpful strategy it doesn't seem to be quite productive I hung out with such a sexy man like a week ago and I've been hung up on waiting to hear from him and I don't think I'm gonna hear from him tbh uh at least not anytime soon but I also was not being forward in any sense of the word to try to get his attention or let him know that I am interested because I think even the tiniest hints and breadcrumbs are loud flashing signs and once again this is not true this is my warped reality and I'm fully aware of it I think if I even hint if I were to ask him for instance like are you seeing anyone that is such a normal question a it lets him know you're interested B, you get to get your answer but in my head, I'm like, if I ask that, he, all he is hearing is, I'm in love with you and I want to be your girlfriend. I'm like, we can't say that to him. No, no, no. But I think there's this uh, sort of this middle ground that I can fall to be not, you know, so pestering to the bouncer and not so desperate for the man, but forward enough to have my intentions be shown. So that's something I'm personally going to work on. I came up with another resolution and it's not coming to my head right now, but one is to be more forward. I want to be a little bit bolder. I I just really have fallen into, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. Like what is meant to be for me, I attract and I don't need to work for anything, but that seems a little bit passive. We shouldn't just let life pass us by and whatever happens to fall in front of our lap is the only thing that we get to experience in this life. Sometimes being a go-getter is great. And um, I haven't been a go-getter in, I couldn't give you a timeline, but long enough to the point where I'm making the massive conscious effort to really get back out there. Uh, Yeah, so that was New York Fashion Week. Didn't attend a single show because in my opinion, I don't deserve to be there. And there's a ton of people, and I also agree don't deserve to be there, but like they have the PR team, they have the management, or they're sliding in the DMs of these brands themselves and they're getting the invite and good for them. 
good for them. Same thing with all these other parties. If you put in the work, sometimes you get the results and that's exciting. Um, but I just, especially some of like these Met Gala after parties, I know that there are people fighting their way in, but I want to deserve to be there, which in some way, devil's advocate, if you make it in there, maybe you do deserve to be there. But I want to be at the Met, you know, and then go to the Met after party to celebrate the Met Gala. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Onward and upward. <laughs> maybe I'll be there one day. Hi, I'm Lexi Lombard, host of the At Lexi podcast. So grateful to be here, Emma Chamberlain. Thank you so much for hosting with Vogue. My outfit is Ale- not Alexander Wang. Mm, bad choice. Um, who was popular last night? Oscar de la Renta. Yes, he's not using fur anymore. Who knows? Who knows what the future has in store? That is just something that I wanted to touch on, discuss a little bit of a brief on my personal life. It's been a lot of distractions. A lot of people are in town. I've gotten to see a lot of my good friends from California, as well as friends from New York, because a lot of people are going out and being social, and it feels good, and the weather's been great. We've had a lot of 80-degree days, but we have had a few 65-degree mornings I wouldn't even call them day 65 degree mornings sprinkled in my god they're great fall I'm ready I am I'm ready for it I'm also ready to chill because I tweeted this too because I got into bed one afternoon because I just was craving my bed I'm like I need to lay down and be horizontal for a while and one of my biggest depression coping mechanisms is sleep so a lot of times I associate getting into bed with taking a depression nap or sometimes I spend a lot of time because of depression. However, sometimes I get into bed because I love it here. I'm You're sitting on my bed right now. I'm sitting in the chair, but I love my bed. And sometimes in the middle of the day, it's the place to be. And that was a nice positive differentiation to know no depression here today, just love for the bed. Just love to be horizontal and with blankets and a pillow. It's lovely. What else has been going on? I've done a lot of park lays. Highly recommend if you're in New York and you haven't had an afternoon laying in the park, bring a book, bring a drink, bring a few friends, take a nap. It's lovely. It's truly lovely. I did Prospect Park two days ago, Herbert Von King four days ago, Also, I've been eating so well lately. I have been to so many good restaurants. I have had gourmet pizza. I had authentic Mexican. I had gourmet pizza again that I picked up to take to the park. (laughs) Not gourmet. What's the word? Like where it's hand-tossed and thrown in the, the whatever that oven is called or it's open. You know when you go to like a a wood fire grill? That's not right. You know when it's not Domino's. It's when you go to a pizza place that's small pizza. It's called Barbicino. It's on Franklin. Look it up and then you'll figure out the type of pizza I've been eating. Oh, I went to a great cafe and had a lovely bowl yesterday. Oh, I went to Aida again. Aida. Best restaurant I've been to in a while. Two of my friends love it. They understand it with me. Another one of my friends, I was begging her to come with me. She's like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I said, you don't understand it. You don't understand it. She's like, it's shareable Italian. I was like, exactly. She's like, I don't like that. And I said, well, I do. And I'll just find someone else to go with. 
and a friend was going through a little bit of a trouble yesterday. <laughs> we wanted to get dinner anyway. And so the other friend was like, Ada? It's like, you took the words out of my mouth. So it was great. It was lovely. Um, what else has been? I've just so much good food. And I taught myself how to make spring rolls and homemade peanut sauce. That was delicious. I want to make a cake. I want to bake a cake. I either want to bake this chai maple caramel cake that my IG friend Wellness with Soth made. Or I want to make this banana bread that I used to make during the quarantine banana bread era. Not sure. I really like that banana bread. I just don't know if it's going to trigger an old memory. Uh, but with how traumatic 2021 has been to me, 2020 on a personal level doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. It's been an intense week for the Lombards. Um, yeah, no need to go into the personal issues of my family, but the Lombards have taken hits and they all, including myself, deserve a little relief. I thankfully have found that relief this week and I've been having a lot of fun and with the air of discipline and responsibility that has come in from back to school season, Virgo season, change of season, I'm ready to post even more on YouTube so I believe this month I'm going to be posting two vlogs a week instead of one. If you want to know the real secret, I hate the holidays. I hate Christmas. I hate it. And Everyone goes so hard on youtube.com creating this series called vlogmas where they vlog every day or as many days as they possibly can In the month of December a huge motivating factor is a a lot of people like Christmas But also B AdSense revenue increases significantly and it's a huge money-making month for Creators on YouTube, so it's a really good incentive to create a lot of content However, I am never having fun during December. <laughs> I really hate I hate that time of year. I just have never liked Christmas. And it was, my mom loved it. She really did. My dad and I were talking on the phone. He's like, should we go on a trip? Because neither of us really like Christmas. So I don't really think we need to be at the house with a tree. That was really your mom's thing. I agree. I agree. So I also like the idea of posting a lot more frequently. In September and October even into November so maybe I can take some time off in December I haven't really rested in years um, I took away sponsorships in the month of April after my mom passed but I found it so cathartic to vlog that I continued posting but I would love to go off YouTube for a month and get really um, well rested but also miss it because I do love YouTube it's never a pain to post for me I really enjoy it however it's gonna be a pain to post in December because I'm just in a grumpy mood all month so I think it would be nice if maybe I took myself somewhere or got a trip going rented maybe a beach house in Florida for the month of December I'm just really chucking out ideas here like I'm daydreaming at the moment I have no plan in place uh, or my dad and I go somewhere for an extended period of time and I just ha I can worry about nothing but my own personal life for three, four weeks and then get back into the new year, ready to be back, excited to be back and posting again. Who knows if that'll happen? Sometimes it is really tricky to decide, okay, as a self-employed person, I'm gonna take time off next week. Mm, okay, never, we'll just we'll just keep putting it off. That's what happens. You 
you know you need it, but you never want to actually do it. It never feels like the right time. And newsflash, it's never the right time. It's never the right time. You could say the same thing when a group of friends is trying to plan a vacation. It's never the right time. What you have to do is just pick a date and everyone needs to plan accordingly. Plan around it. You know, you say, next June 5th, we're going on a weekend trip and everyone can plan accordingly. Besides that, it's never going to be the right time. Oh, I hear knocking at the door. I think it's the cat. You want to come in here? Come on in. Sometimes she likes to sniff the phone and lay on top of it, which is not great for podcast audio. So I thought when she wasn't here, a shut door would do well. But I, I'm such a... Like, I can't deny her of anything, which is making me wonder what I will be like as a parent. I really want to support my kid endlessly, but I also want there to be, like, I want to be my kid's best friend or, you know, one of their best friends. But I also want the level of respect to exist where I can discipline them. You want to come up on my lap, though? Oh, oh I could literally cry. She's in my arms right now. <gasps> Talk about therapy. Sometimes I'll lie in bed and she will just plop right on my chest and fall asleep and talk about one of the greatest experiences of this life having a tiny warm fuzzy soft ball of love fall asleep on your chest see she's coming to the phone mazzy this is why i can't podcast with you thank you thank you she wants to leave now one second well, you know what? I've talked for a little bit. Why don't we get into your questions? I'm in a great mood and I'd love to see what you guys have to ask. So if you want to participate in this part of the podcast, my Instagram handle is the same name as this podcast, at Lexi, L-E-X-I-E. And I answer your questions by asking on a story every single week. So I'm happy to answer whatever it is you have to ask, whether it's about you or me. Before we get into today's questions and answers, I do want to give a shout out to one of today's sponsors, which is BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers experienced therapists who can listen and help if you're feeling depressed or struggling with uncertainty or having difficulty sleeping. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line, it's not self-help, it's professional counseling that can be done securely online and this service is available worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You will get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you'll never have to go into a waiting room like traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it free and easy to change counselors if needed and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, financial aid is available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I myself am a big advocate for therapy, and if you're interested as well, and our listeners get 10% off their first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash atlexi. That's betterhelp.com slash A-T-L-E-X-I-E. Get matched with a BetterHelp therapist today and get started. I'm a big PayPal and Venmo user. I use it just about as often as I can. And now CVS is accepting PayPal and Venmo touch-free QR code payments. They're accepted at CVS stores nationwide, so it's super easy to do these touch-free payments on your phone. Plus, 
you can get $10 cash back on your first purchase in store of $20 or more. So if you've ever used PayPal and you love it, here's an opportunity to continue using it. And if you go into CBS for just one thing, if you wanna get $10 cash back, maybe, you know, look around, decide you need some bobby pins. Oh, you wanna get some candy too? Yeah, so to get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more, head to your local CVS and pay using the PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn the $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash L-E-X-I-E. That's paypal.com slash Lexi. First question from CO1A. What was your childhood dream? To be a spy. <laughs> to be a spy, to be undercover. And ironically, I became incredibly public by choice. Actually, I said I wanted to be a spy and a part-time artist because I knew the artist's pay wasn't always consistent. And that gives you an insight into who I was as a six-year-old. The next question I'm going to answer is from Rabina S. She asked for my favorite qualities in a friend or a significant other. I think touching on what I discussed earlier, I like a go-getter. I like someone who gets up and likes to do things. I like someone that's really forward. Um, I also like someone that enjoys being outdoors and socializing because if someone's a homebody, I can fall into the homebody nature and I know by nature that's not who I am. Uh, but by nature, I am sort of an absorber or a reflector, unfortunately, sometimes of my surroundings, which on a bit of a side tangent, is one of the largest reasons I decided to do the podcast solo. I wanted to be completely self-generating the energy in this space. And because of that, I'm going to be incredibly picky of the guests that I bring on this podcast because it is me. I'm using myself as something to be studied maybe on in the future, but also to talk about the universal that's existing within growing up in 2021. Um, but I do enjoy someone who likes to spend their time out doing things and culture and loves to chat. I love someone who loves conversation. Those are some favorite things. Uh, Bridget asks, do I dye my hair pink and pierce my nips for my 24th because life is too short? Go off, sis. Why not? 24 sounds like a great time to have your nipples pierced in pink hair. Christina Kane asked for something that brought me joy this week. Let's spread some happiness. I did say in the Instagram story that I'm in a fabulous mood. I'm very grateful to be in such a good mood today. I'm telling you, a lot of feelings, they just come like waves. And I'm just this absorber. I'm just a sponge to my feelings. I have a lot that I need to work on, for sure. Um, one of those things being I'm such a slave to my feelings and when it's good, it's good, and when it's not good, I really have trouble, I, I don't want to be too hard on myself, because I never actually let it get in the way of my work, here I am, I have evidence to show, like, I did post podcasts when I was feeling horrible, I never stopped vlogging, even in my worst days, however, in my head, I still feel like I'm asleep to my feelings, and I, um, will just let them take over me, um, so something that brought me joy and happiness this week, I spent a lot of time with friends. I spent a lot of time socializing. I spent a lot of time on my feet and in turn being physically exhausted. 
which is my favorite way to go to bed. Uh, so less restless. I experienced no anxiety this week, which is incredible. That was something I was dealing with quite a lot. I still do take CBD and melatonin, not melatonin, magnesium, but no anxiety was experienced and I'm grateful for that. Moradella asked for my go-to pick-me-up when I'm feeling down. It's, it depends on where the down is coming from. If I'm feeling down because I've isolated myself, my pick-me-up is calling a friend or going to see a friend. If I'm feeling down because I'm very much problem solution is the pick-me-up. So if I'm feeling down because I haven't exercised my mind in a few days, my solution is playing a game or reading a book. I was going to say playing solitaire, but sometimes it's Catan. Uh, if my If I'm down because... I haven't moved my body. My solution is to commit to going really hard in my training session or to exercise on my own or go to class pass and find an exercise class in the next hour that I can go to. Lucia Erickson asked for my favorite fall show. Ooh, I'm not in the mood to watch Gossip Girl or Gilmore Girls, but those are the typical ones. Ooh, maybe I need one. I'm in need of TV. Right now I'm watching Only Murders in the Building and Nine Perfect Strangers and neither one's really doing it for me. John and I were watching Reba for a minute there. I need a TV show, so slide in my DMs and tell me something really good. I have not found something that excites me the same way The White Lotus has and I'm looking for that. Grey Gold's asked for my current fave food meal. Why are all these questions like 20 questions that you would see someone answer in a magazine or something like that? I don't care. We're just vibing with it. I, I'm in the mood to chat. I'm in the mood to be here. So let's answer personal things, but also cute, easy, um, not shallow things, but lighthearted things. Current favorite food or meal? I'm really liking burrata. Whenever I see burrata on the menu, I order it for the table. Love it. Lirana Sir asked for my favorite drink according to my mood. When you're happy, what do you love? Or when sad? Hmm. I love... <laughs> this is some weird twisted logic in my subconscious. And for some reason, I'm going to feel really bad saying it because I'm just throwing the earth under the bus right now. Um, well, I'm actually throwing myself under the bus on behalf of the earth. I have this little guilty pleasure of I love getting a bougie plastic water bottle. That's one of my favorite pick-me-ups because I use a reusable water bottle most days. But sometimes I really just want to drink out of an Essentia water bottle. I really just want to drink out of a smart water bottle. And that's one of my pick-me-ups. I love La Cologne, but I've actually been into hot coffee lately. So I've been making espresso at home. I've also been buying creamer for the first time in my life and it really elevates the mood because a lot of times I would just drink an Americano and maybe toss a little milk in it, but I've been trying out different creamers and it's been making the coffee drinking experience at home a lot more exciting. Such a easy tip, but I have rules for myself and one of them was like, you don't buy creamer. I don't know why I had that rule. Like creamer is something that you get when you're out. Like you don't have creamer at the house. Why not? Explain that to me. I don't know. But I broke the rule and I'm very happy with it. But another one of my favorite drinks. I like drinks. I feel like that's one of my biggest pleasures. I love lemonade. I love matcha. I love iced coffee. I love water. I love, you know, a nice cocktail. I like beer. I love iced tea. 
I love a drink. I honestly sometimes would prefer a drink over a food snack. That's just a personal thing. I just feel like for a long time people told us not to have drinks. And that was a common diet tip, like don't drink your calories. But like, what if I prefer to? Leave me alone. Tanner Langford asks, where is your favorite place to go when you need alone time? Uh, probably in my car driving somewhere. If not, on a walk to Prospect Park. Or in my bed. One of those three. Alyssa.Daves asked, what's your favorite way to capitalize on a good mood? Oh, to be on camera, get some things filmed, um, to call friends, to socialize. When I'm in a good mood, I want the world to see. When I'm in a bad mood, I want not a soul to see. And it is definitely a lot harder to pick up the camera and vlog when you feel horrible. And it's not like... It's not like me feeling horrible about myself. It's just me feeling generally horrible. Um, so when I'm in a good mood, I'm like, this is the me I want to be. This is what feels right. So my favorite way to capitalize is to socialize and get work done. Muscle versus food said, virgin age 24. So embarrassed. Not any reason just hasn't happened. Advice. Well, are you a virgin because you haven't found someone that you want to spend time with, you want to sleep with? Or are you a virgin circumstantially because you spend a lot of time at home and you aren't being bold when you go out and if you find someone attractive, you're not saying anything? Because maybe join me on this forward journey and let's get out there. Because if sex is something you want to experience, you should. You shouldn't let fear get in the way of it. However, if you're saving yourself for someone that, you know, feels right, you still need to be forward and get out there to meet someone that feels right. Because sex is such a great part of life and we should experience it. But if you're not ready for it, don't be embarrassed by the fact that people your age are having it. It's everyone's on their own path and everyone's on their own pace. But because you're so embarrassed, as you said, and there's no reason that it hasn't happened, I'm getting the impression that this is something you are interested in. Maybe you're just taking a back seat in this and it's time to get in the driver's seat. So I'm going to work this week in figuring out some strategies to be more forward and maybe I'll report back with some results. If not, a game plan. Denise Rogozin asked, what are your best first date tips? <sighs> Just reminding yourself that once you get there, it's going to be fine because it is easy to stress and pace back and forth and convince yourself you don't want to go. But I swear, without fail, as soon as he, she whoever arrives, um, all is easy again. You can do it. You know how to socialize and you, you know, you know how to do it. You know how to do it. Um, so my best first aid tip is just to constantly remind myself of that. If not, you can always bring a friend, make it a little group thing, very casual. I also know that I'm going to be restless on a first date. So I ideally like to not do a dinner where I'm going to be sitting down. I'd like to do something where I'm up and moving just to get that extra energy or give that extra energy a place to go. Okay, there's two trucks moving on, so we're gonna pause and wait till it's over and then come back. Catherine Narnston asked, what are you most excited for as we transition to fall? I'm excited to wear pants and a long sleeve t-shirt and be very comfortable in a nice breezy day. I'm also excited for spooky season. Um, my friends and I have been passively planning a Six Flags trip, and I would love to go 
during the Halloween festivities, that's my favorite time to be at an amusement park because dead of summer, your thighs are sweating on the roller coaster seat and when it's fall, everything is just a little bit more comfortable. You're not so sweaty. Also, you have the added haunted mazes, which are so fun. Um, yeah, I'm excited for the weather. The weather's nice. I like summer. Sometimes I just resent fall briefly because it means that winter is coming, but fall in itself is a lovely time of year. Morgan Carcelli asked, should I move to NYC without a job? Do you think it's easier to get one once you're living here? I definitely think it's easier to get a job in New York once you're already living in New York. However, I don't really think it's a great idea to move somewhere unless you, if you don't have a job, you shouldn't move unless you have significant savings. It's just very risky and it could put yourself in a bad situation if you don't have the money to support yourself and you're constantly scrambling just to pay your basic bills. Now, if you do have a ton of savings and you know that you could survive without a job for maybe six months to a year, um, then by all means, come on over. Come on up, come on down. I don't know what direction you're coming from, but NYC is a lovely place and if you dream of living here, you should. Miram underscore shoulder asked, what subject would you study if you could? Um, I always think, ever since vegan therapy for many years, I thought I could enjoy being a psychiatrist, but that is one hell of a commitment. And, whew, not so sure about that. Nared underscore Shaw asked, how to get through FOMO? Well, FOMO is fear of missing out um, and you're either missing out because you're staying in or you have another engagement and you always have a choice remember you always have a choice you can go to your class or you can go to that party you can go to you can sleep in because you have an early morning or you can go out and play the risk play the risk run the risk run the risk of being exhausted the next morning but you always have the choice and you can choose to not miss out, um, but there's going to be a consequence or you choose to miss out and that is the consequence. And I think it's just about weighing the pros and cons. I'm pretty good about, uh, but I also have a really flexible schedule, but I'm pretty good about if I wanna go out, I go out. And if I don't wanna go out, I have no problem missing out because I don't feel like being there. Emily Richardson asked if I've been watching Big Brother and will you watch Survivor 41? I haven't been watching Big Brother this season because my mom and I watched it last year and I just don't, I can't, I can't this summer. I just can't. Will I watch Survivor 41? I don't, same thing. It's gonna kill me every single time because her and I won't be talking about it. She really liked those shows for whatever reason. Uh, ugh, I'm like holding my chest right now because it, it, like stri it strikes a nerve. It hits some spot in my heart. Uh, ooh, a sex question. Daisy Ginnells uh, said, I've never given a blowjob, but I want to give my partner one. How should I bring it up? I mean, just move your way down there. They'll know what's up. I swear it's intuitive. Like, you don't need... You, it's fine. You don't need to pretend like you're in porn. Um, I don't think it needs to be a conversation. I think you should just go for it. Like, no words needed. Olivia oh, Corello asks, favorite character from The White Lotus? Interesting question because none of the characters are likable, right? None of them. You hate them all. Oh, but Jennifer Coolidge. 
Yeah, easy. I hope she wins an Emmy. You Sid asked, what's my favorite candy? I love sour candy, but I also like chocolate. I always say Australian licorice when I answer this question. There's that Daryl Lee brand. Uh, but Haribo makes these little... They're actually in the photo on the story for this Instagram to ask questions. They're these little like sour bites. Really delicious. I've never had them before. Um, oh, great question. Amberoski asked for my thoughts on Starcross, which is Casey Musgrave's new album. I'm disappointed. I'm probably one of her top 1% of listeners on Spotify, and I've been so patient in waiting for this new album to come out because Golden Hour was such a masterpiece. I actually watched the visual album that came along with the album last night, and I was also disappointed because not every song in the album was included, and some of my favorite songs are Cherry Blossom and Breadwinner, and neither one of those made the cut in getting a visual, and it's strange and disappointing. But maybe it'll be a grower, not a shower. So I still have an open mind. But prior to this album coming out, I was so excited to get tickets to her concert. And now I just don't even know if I feel like going because I saw Golden Hour Live and it was beautiful. And I just don't know if Starcross has that same impact. Her her writing about being happy and, and the good times is so good. And her her writing on the hard times didn't hit as hard. Yeah. Uh, Lana Smith asked for tips for staying organized and meeting deadlines. Well, well, well. First of all, you got to have your calendar and you have to look at it. You have to write down what it's due and you need to know when it's due. So I think it's important every single night before you go to bed that you look at what's due tomorrow, what's what's due in a few days, and what's due by the end of the week. And you have that in your head. And so you work on what is highest priority, most demanding first and then if you have extra time you start working ahead and that's one of the easiest ways to make deadlines not stressful and you can make the mark because procrastinating is so old that's so out fuck procrastinating I stopped doing that years ago and I am so much less stressed waiting till the last minute you think it's the best way but no planning ahead and doing a little bit every single day is for sure the best way. Um, and meeting deadlines is, it's, I get like a little, I get off to it. I'm like, that's right. This is sending not only on time, but I sent it in early. Alana Smith also asked how to balance time between school, working, socializing, exercise, and downtime. I think um, working it into your week as opposed to working it all into your day. So school, if you're in high school, it's five days a week. Um, but in college, a lot of times it's spread out. Maybe you only have class two or three days a week. And so focus on school that entire time, work on a different day, almost delegate time, plan out your week at the beginning of the week and delegate time to each portion. So you can hit all those marks and check all those boxes and experience everything that you want to experience, but it's not committed to like damn it, I didn't exercise today or see any friends. It's like, okay, that's fine. That's because you had school and work, you know? Spread it out. Give yourself some time. And if the week is still not enough time to fit all these things in, fit it into your month. Finsta Julian asked, feeling very disheartened with life, what do you do to stay motivated? Oh, girls, sometimes you need to live off hope. You need to. You just have to have hope that it's going to be over. And in the meantime, take it slow. Be gentle on yourself. 
there is absolutely no rush especially in a time of being disheartened i think it's worth examining that and looking into it you don't always need to conceptualize your emotions and your feelings but if this is an ongoing low that you're experiencing life and it's lasting more than a few days i think it is worth examining and if it is just a bit of a lull wait it out but if there's actionable steps that you can make it's definitely worth looking into this is a funny question mindings asked for my thoughts on usa so what are my thoughts on the united states of america we are so broken. Oh, we're so broken. We're a total mess. We're a joke. The United States of America is a joke. But it's filled with a lot of great people. However, the system, mm, joke. Wow, there's so many questions. Huh. I'm tempted to make a second episode this week because there's so many good questions. I'm also saying that because I'm in a good mood and I tend to jump the gun when I get excited about being happy, but who knows, maybe I'll pop in again this week with another episode, but I think we answered some good stuff today, and I love you all so much. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, feel free to leave it a review or a rating, and follow me on Instagram or YouTube if you're interested in seeing me outside of this podcast. Other than that, thanks for listening, and I will see you in the next episode. XOXO, Lexi. Hey guys, it's Brooke and Danielle from Gals on the Go podcast. It's very minimal change, but basically what Wait, I did... Uh, can we talk about the TikTok? Because I saw you deleted it and I need to know this. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up, but now that you're bringing it up... <laughs> on our show, we talk about everything from college, lifestyle, to navigating your 20s and beyond. And there's always that quote that people say, like, if they like you, you'll know. If, you do, if they don't, you'll be confused. But some people I don't know. <laughs> we hope you guys will join us every Wednesday for brand new episodes right here on Podcast One. Cedar Point's Frontier Festival is back and brimming with new flavor. From May 26th through June 19th, this Old West-inspired street fest will fill Cedar Point with live bands, nightly hoedowns, and a hubbub of family activities. Yep, you'll find wheelbarrows packed with sunflowers and characters straight out of the frontier. But you'll also discover 25 cherry-inspired dishes and over 65 cocktails, seltzers, and beers. Get all the fixins plus savings to boot with the Frontier Festival Bundle, which includes admission, parking, and a tasting card. Only at Cedar Point Dad's Mr. Popular at the JCPenney Father's Day Sale. From tees and tech to fragrance and fitness, find cool gifts for every kind of dad. Surprise him with an iTouch Active Smartwatch, now $29.99. Score major savings with doorbusters like St. John's Bay Polos, just $7.99, and shorts, $16.99. Plus, shop extended store hours Friday and Saturday. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Offers valid on select styles through six nineteen. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters and smartwatch excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details.